Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. It's time to play like a jet with your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? Makai Becton, ladies and gentlemen, human beings that large should not run as fast as Makai Becton did. And if you like people just abusing other humans, the Makai Becton tape is for you. Wilson going to the air. Chased out by Daquan Jones. Wilson looking in zone, wide open, touchdown! First NFL touchdown for Zach Wilson! And it goes to Corey Davis. Down the middle, he's got it. Elijah Moore, the 20, the 10, the 5, touchdown! Jones is just caught flat-footed. What an excellent, excellent round. He'll hit immediately when he got the handoff. You know that's the q and Oh, my gosh. Listen, thank you. From the playlikeajet.com digital studio. This is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at playlikeajet1. And it is time to answer some mailbag questions with our friend who is the owner, the operator, the lead reporter, the whole shebang over at jetsinsider.com. And above all that, a very big deal, Mr. Chris Nimbley. Yesterday, we answered some questions. So today, let's answer some more. And without any further ado, let's jump right back into the mailbag. Next question comes in from the originator of the usurper nickname for Adam Gase, and that of course is peter j dillard he says gentlemen i would love for the jets to get riley reef it would decrease my stress level big time going into the season however i have read many times the coaches love nathan shepherd do you think they see him as the run stuffing defensive tackle if so would your stress level rise with mine i'm a little confused by this question because you said your stress level would be decreased if they got riley reef and then you said however and transitioned into the Jets coaches supposedly loving Nathan Shepard, who's a defensive lineman, and talking about him being the run stuffer. I'm assuming you're making these as two separate thoughts or questions, and so I'll try to answer it that way, but it's a little bit strange the way that it was phrased. Yes, I think getting Riley Reef would help a lot because if you look at what happened last year with Makai Becton, he got hurt, and then even George Fant got hurt at the end. But just having that insurance policy the way that Morgan Moses was here last year, if Becton or Fant, both of whom are coming off injuries, were to get hurt again, that you know that you at least have a capable player to step in at that spot, 
that would certainly ease a lot of people's minds. As far as Nathan Shepard, I'll defer to you on this, Chris. I don't know anything about the coaches supposedly loving him, and I certainly wouldn't be banking on him as a run-stuffing defensive tackle. He's never really shown to be some sort of Foley Fadakasi replacement, but maybe you know something I don't about this. Um, yeah, they they need depth on the offensive line. Uh, we know that. That's, that's nothing new. Uh, they have taken huge and crazy huge strides to improve the starting unit there. But they need some depth there. Uh, you know, and again, there's no way that you can replace that whole line and that in this short amount of time. So it was going to take that time for sure. But yeah, it Riley Reef's good as you're going to get at this point. You can, we can wait and see, uh, come training camp time. Uh, we could see a vet cut. We could see somebody become expendable. Maybe a rookie on another team, uh, starts playing really good. So it's another team says, Hey, we can free up, you know, 7 million ship this guy out of here. Um, <clears throat> that, those are that's your only other option. So you can sit there and say, let's go Riley Reef or let's just wait and hope that goes out there. And I I add that last part on to really say that I kind of think that's part of where they are and that that run stuffing defensive tackle thing right now. Uh, they they like Nathan Shepard. I don't think they they are have any huge particular fondness to, of him. Um, I have, I have not been hurt or anything that, you know, that this is something that they want him to, to do anything special in there. Uh, I, I just, I think what happened there was they were just like, yeah, we'll be able to get somebody. This is easy. No problem. And they just haven't found, found it yet. They've been so focused on all the other areas. And I also just, am not particularly worried about it. I, I, I think they will figure it out. They will find somebody to, that is the last position I'm going to worry about on it, uh, on a team. Cause it's one of the easier to fill. Um, doesn't mean that it, it won't be a problem. So if, if they just get gashed all season in the run, then, then you are right to worry about that. I'm going to have a little more faith that they'll be able to find a suitable guy to, to run that there. Um, I, I just think that they, they had so many other more important needs that I can understand how that got lost in the shuffle bit. And they're going to wait for some undrafted guy to, to do good enough or some, somebody good enough there. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad. To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. 
creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. Next question comes in from Godson5. He says, would you sign or trade Quinnen Williams when the time comes? We can all see he is good, but not great and won't be Aaron Donald. No one is. So does it make sense to tie up dollars on the position with other more important positions coming in the pipeline like quarterback and wide receiver? So, of course, he's not Aaron Donald. As you said, nobody is. But that doesn't mean that he can't still turn into one of the best interior defensive linemen in the league. For example, when Robert Sala came here, a lot of people were saying that they believed Quinn Williams could potentially be his version of DeForest Buckner, who was an absolute stud in San Francisco with Robert Sala. If they can get Quinn Williams to that point where he's good enough to justify being in that conversation with somebody like DeForest Buckner then I would say pay him because he's still young. He plays a position that's very important. I know people will talk about interior defensive line, but I'm not talking about the interior defensive line. I'm talking about impactful pass rusher. That's what I mean by important position. If you have an excellent interior defensive lineman who can get to the passer, that's extremely valuable. So if he can prove that he's that player, then yeah, pay him. But if he doesn't take that leap this year, then you let him play on the fifth-year option and figure it out after that. But if he does prove himself, then it becomes a different conversation. But he doesn't have to be Aaron Donald. Like I said, if he can be somebody who's an upper echelon interior defensive lineman along the lines of Buckner, somebody like Chris Jones, who's in Kansas City, Gerald McCoy, who did it for many, many years in Tampa, somebody like that, then yeah, I would say it would be worth paying him. Yeah, uh, that, that, uh, he doesn't need to be Aaron Donald. I'm not even worried about that. We've been talking about that draft, but like to hold him to that type of standard uh, would be insane. But uh, like you said, like okay, uh, I will happily pay Chris Jones. Like you know, I would happily pay uh, in his prime Fletcher Cox. Like which is yeah, I can absolutely see that being. Quinnen Williams type of, of career. The interesting way to dissect this and look at it uh, from my, what I'm thinking right now is obviously Salo wants a player like Quinnen Williams on his team. But at the same time, if he is, if they are going to stubbornly stick to this like 30% of plays rotation things, does it make sense to pay somebody huge, huge money and play them? Like, now that goes, that doesn't mean that I, I'm saying don't pay them. That means I'm saying pay them and then play them more. First option. But if they're not going to p- play him more, then would it make more sense to allocate that money elsewhere? And of course, 
this is the reason why I don't like these exact questions because you say, well, I shop them. I'm going to say no to that of my impulse because I don't think that somebody is going to make an offer that that I would rather have than him. But, you know, if uh, a Seahawks-like team comes around and is offering two first-plus for them, then um, we might need to talk. Uh, so especially if he's going to stubbornly stick to that, though. But just if just me, I'm thinking that the offer is probably isn't going to be what uh, enough for me to part with him. Uh, so I wouldn't. But I, I can see an argument too, especially as, uh, if they're going to be uh, so stubborn about that. But again, we know that that's not how Salah thinks. He's not his his thinking isn't just uh, you know everybody at thirty percent and just get me a you know, a bunch of Jags and we'll make it work. No, he wants studs. He wants, he wants them there. Um, but yeah, it, it is a, an interesting way to look at just the money allocation part of it. Next question comes in from J risk one, two, seven. He says outside of the QB position, if you could pluck a player from another team to join the jets, who would it be? And why to me, the answer is miles Garrett, because when you look at the position that he plays, how good he is at that position, what the Jets need, and his age, to me, he checks all the boxes you want to check. So if we're taking quarterback out of the equation, I'm going with Miles Garrett. Is there even like a second uh, like uh, edge rusher to think of to go to, to go with that? I, I can't even think of somebody. Maybe it's just the gap uh, as, as far as like a younger guy that I'd want to be bringing in at least. I don't even think there's a close second place to that. So I think you win. Um, Miles Garrett, I, I, I can't possibly – I mean, I guess I could just go Aaron Donald. could say Nick Bosa. My only worry with him is all the injuries. Yeah, I just – I that's still such a giant gap. could say T.J. Watt? Yeah, T.J. Watt would be good. T.J. Watt or Aaron Donald would be my edge. I was thinking of going uh, Jalen Ramsey game going and showing my secondary bias, mm-hmm. and I think I might do that just to, it's insane. Uh, uh, I don't know what we'd be doing with D.J. Reed, though. So, yeah, T.J. Watt is probably the right answer there. But you win. You still win. I, 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 can't, I can't beat him. I don't care it. I can't. Next question comes in from Shady Text. He says, which players on the Jets do you think could be Pro Bowl players in 2022, regardless of the team's win total? So who do I think has Pro Bowl potential in 2022? I would say that, believe it or not, there are three players on the Jets' offensive line who, if they stay healthy, have Pro Bowl possibility. I'm not saying all three of them are going. I'm just saying they all have the possibility. Lakin Tomlinson, Mekhi Becton, Elijah Vera Tucker. I think Brees Hall has Pro Bowl possibility. And the only reason I'm saying that is because rookie running backs tend to get going a lot quicker than most other positions. And a lot of guys like to get picked for the Pro Bowl, but not actually go. So if some guys decide they don't want to go to Hawaii, Brees Hall might get picked as an injury replacement or as a replacement for a guy who doesn't want to be there. So I think he's a possibility there for that reason. Elijah Moore definitely has the potential to be a Pro Bowl receiver this year. I'm not saying he will be, but I'm saying based on what he did last year, if he stays healthy, that possibility is real. And on the defensive side of the ball, 
I would say C.J. Mosley just because we know what he's done in the past, and he had a really good start to last year, even though he tapered off a little bit late in the year, but he certainly has the potential to go to the Pro Bowl. And the other one that I would say is Quinnen Williams. I think he has the potential to make the Pro Bowl if he breaks out this year. Again, not saying it's set in stone, but he has the potential to do it. So those are the guys that I would say have the possibility of being in the Pro Bowl after the 2022 season. Brees Hall, Elijah Moore, Lakin Tomlinson, Elijah Vera Tucker, Mackay Becton, Quinnen Williams, and C.J. Mosley. Oh, and let me add Braxton Berrios, of course, for special teams. Yeah, you. I, I mean, you didn't leave me much left there because you, you picked that carcass clean. Because uh, I'm with you. I actually think uh, I might go with, like, if uh, – if we're doing a game of like pick one that definitely is going to make it or like have to, whatever I, I go on Brees Hall. I, I, I like that. I also think I know earlier I said that, you know, one, a one B with them, but I do really think that it's not even by week two or three that Brees Hall is going to be the guy and Michael Carter is going to be a, a clear number two there. Um, at, with this offensive line, they stay relatively healthy. How much they want to run the ball, and yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, my first thought was to go Elijah Moore because on just like uh, a talent and ability, I, he he wins the discussion for me. But that wide receiver, uh, like cracking that wide receiver group. Uh, in the AFC, that's going to be tough, man. Uh, so I won't be surprised if he doesn't do it. Uh, and especially with, uh, you know, even with people calling out, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if he just misses. Those offensive linemen, you're right uh, about them. And it's uh, easily backed into if he can stay healthy, then I, I could easily see him doing that, especially if they move him to right and he stays healthy. Um, I just think uh, whether – he would play any better than he did his rookie year at left or not. I just feel like that would uh, garner more attention and uh, from reporters and that we know is going to how be how it goes. So I guess if, if you really want, I mean, I, I'm not, I'm not going to go sauce for you, for you guys here. I, I know some of you, you fans might hope for that, but, Man, that would that would be a, a special rookie season. Yeah, I can't even do it. I was like trying to say hope and hope that TJ Reed get in there, but that's that's a that's a bridge too far. I think you named all the possible guys. Next question comes in from Michael Christopher. He says, How have Garrett Wilson and Brees Hall looked in camp so far? People all last summer kept saying Moore was different. Do these two look different as well the way Moore did? Chris, I'm going to let you answer this, but to be fair, you really didn't start saying that more seemed different to you until it was straight up training camp as opposed to the OTAs and the mini camps. I think we're going to have to get to that point and see Wilson and Brees Hall dominate the way that Elijah Moore did before anybody starts saying that about them. Yeah. What what I'll say, though, is we did hear a lot of we were hearing a lot about he's different. Uh, we were hearing it from the scouts and the coaching staff. We were hearing it from AJ Brown. We were we were hearing it more at, at the character and like the leadership, the 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 way that people gravitate to him. It was more that we were hearing it at this point. It was in training camp that we 
were fully like, okay, he like, there's, this isn't just somebody bowling out at training camp. This guy is going to be really, really good. I haven't gotten a close enough look at, uh, at Garrett Wilson yet because they've only kept us in the back of the end zone. Uh, so we haven't been on the sidelines yet, which that's, you know, what I need to see to get to us. We heard Corey Davis talk about how clean his route running is. Uh, other receivers have been imp- very impressed with his uh, his technical route running, all this stuff. I can't get a good view of that yet from the deep sideline on it. Uh, during training camp, I'll have a much better look on, on the side. I mean, I was talking about deep end zone there. When I'm on the sideline, I'll get a much better look at it. Uh, but, they, yeah, they've been raving about his clean release. And it's the same thing with um, – with Brees Hall, they're, they're not, there's no contact. Uh, I, I'm going to – I say it every year. The easiest uh, way to look good, impress on a football field, just be a running back in training camp. You don't have to be good. Just, like, be do the position because no one is touching you. You're bouncing through open holes. It, it's going to look good. Um, so we, we – and we haven't even gotten to that stage yet. But uh, I just, as, you know, different how, I don't know, like, you know, we've seen some, some all-time great running backs come in, in here. So different, I, they're different than recent for sure. Um, I, I, I see just from watching tape and everything I know about him, like talking to coaching staff and scouts, like different. And, yeah, this guy could be a little bit of a throwback. Whereas he could actually be a lead back. He could be, you know, the Dalvin Cook, that type of guy that is getting three, uh, you know, all three downs for the most part. Maybe he'll, he'll come out a series here and there. But one of those, the Jonathan Taylors, the true number one uh, workhorse guys, I, 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 if that's what you mean by different, then yeah, I, I think that's the case. I haven't gotten to see that in person uh, in training camp yet, because that's just, or in OTAs yet, because that's just the nature of how OTAs work. But I I do think that's going to be the case. Next question comes in from Bart Harley Jarvis. He says, any chance Ashton Davis progresses this year to potentially a starter or meaningful contributor? A chance? Sure, it's possible. Would I bet on it? Probably not. Davis is very erratic, very inconsistent. We know he's got great range. We know he's got great speed. We know he's a great athlete. But his instincts sometimes are questionable. He can make great plays, but he also can get burned pretty badly. And he's a terrible tackler. So, yes, the tools are there for him to maybe be something. But based on what we've seen so far, I wouldn't be placing money on it in a Vegas casino. I have a little more confidence in him than you do. I think, and this, I, I might just be hoping and praying for it just because of how much I have seen. Just that range is so impressive. I just want everything else to be better um, because, like, that's the rare trait. Like, that's the superpower trait. Uh, and he's he, he hasn't been able to l- learn to hone it. I don't know if that is that the problem or it just he's, he's focused so much all the energy and talent is in that area alone that he can't get it elsewhere. But that's the superpower trait. That's the one that like you can't just find. 
Um, so maybe I'm just holding out uh, too much hope and uh, uh, there. And that's, you know, my my secondary bias, just hoping that we can get somebody there. Now, I don't think he'll ever put it together to be like a truly special elite guy with that range. I think best case scenario is he can be somebody who can make some special plays, but also, man, going to hurt you sometimes by making some very unspecial mistakes. But I I do think that there's a chance for a, a, a – at least a 40% chance for him to turn into a solid starter with, with some fluctuations of really high and really bad in, in between. That's going to wrap up part two of the mailbag. Make sure you follow Chris on Twitter at CNimbly and at Jets Insider. Read his very big deal work over at JetsInsider.com. Visit PlayLikeAJet.com and the Play Like a Jet YouTube channel to check out everything we're doing over there. The Thunder from Down Under, Luke Grant, has got some great All-22 breakdowns of all the Jets draft picks. Plus, he just did a review of Zach Wilson's improvement after he came back from injury last year. Watch all the videos and subscribe to our channel if you haven't already. Visit our store, tpublic.com. That's T-E-E-Public.com. We've got the John Franklin Myers, Quinn and Williams, bless you, thank you shirt, the Zach Says Go Long shirt, the Zach the Ripper shirt, the Play Like a Jet logo shirt, caps, mugs, hoodies, it's all there, tpublic.com, that's T-E-E-Public.com, and be sure to give us a five-star review for the podcast on iTunes if you haven't done that already. Easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing. Doesn't take you much time, doesn't cost you any money, but it goes a long way to help us out. So if you go ahead and do that for us, we'd be quite grateful. And for the latest and greatest in New York Jets podcasts and content, you know where to go. That's Play Like a Jet Digital at playlikeajet.com. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad. To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. 
subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai.